Conversations with gospel artists, pastors Our faith is what got us through all the troubles and disasters Indeed we fell short, but the Lord never passed us Our belief in God is the most important factor It's the Velika B Project You're now tuned in to the Velika B Project With your host, Velika B Lover of God, founder and CEO of Set Apart and Chosen Sit back and relax and enjoy the conversation Hello, hello, family and friends. It's your girl, Valika B, founder and CEO of Set Apart and Chosen, and this is the Valika B Project. Just want to give a shout out to my radio family, my YouTube, Facebook, IG, all of my social media family, and now also to my podcast family. So we have a great topic on tonight, and I want to bring and one of my special guests, my good friend, Marsha German, she was here last week. So I want to bring her back on so we can have a conversation about an important matter to us. Marsh, Marsh, what's up, sis? Hey, sis. Hey, Kalika. How are you? I am good. I'm having a having a rough bout this, this month, but I'm good. I'm good. Oh, look, we're going to fight and fight and pray and pray. And everything is going to be good. We already claiming it. I'm already claiming it. Like, that's why I'm smiling because it's already done. Like, seriously. Absolutely. I agree. So we have a special friend in the house tonight. Am I right? We do. We do. We do. Who we have? Um, Rachel Harvey. Um, my good friend, Rachel Harvey. And um, Rachel, if I could give her a brief introduction, um, I'll try to make it brief. Rachel is a New York State certified teacher. Mm -hmm. She um, turned into a CrossFit gym owner. She owned a um, CrossFit gym. Um, And then she transitioned into a transformational speaker, life coach and author. And she has spent the last 15 years helping her students and clients undergo physical and spiritual transformation and has spoken alongside some of the greats, Les Brown, Pedro, Adeo, Billie Jean, and so many more. And she specializes in equipping leaders to understand essential elements of human design to remove their barriers to successful relationships in their business, in their homes, and in their communities. And I am just humbled and honored to call her friend, Rachel Harvey. Come on, Rachel. Rach, Rach. What's up, sis? Oh, my goodness. That was quite the introduction. And I'm just blessed and honored to be sharing some space with two powerhouses tonight. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right, Rachel. <laughs> Listen, we have an amazing, amazing topic on tonight. And we're going to talk about the power of, of your blueprints. Rachel, can you tell us what? do that mean for the people who may not understand what that really means? Absolutely. So one of the things I became very passionate about as a teacher, a coach, a parent, a partner, a spouse, all of those things is that each one of us has a blueprint, a God-given blueprint of desires that are planted in our hearts, fears, the way we feel them and respond to them, um, different strengths, different weaknesses. And when I first began to learn a little bit about human design, because I like to study a lot of different methods and pull what's working in the moment, because what may work for one student or client may not work for another, um, is that the more we know about this, the more I believe we can uncover our spiritual giftings, Mm 
the areas that are going to be really worth it for us to drill down deep, the things that we can release that aren't ours. And the biggest thing that I found is that every single one of us shares fear. Felika, have you ever been afraid? Yeah, earlier today, always. Yeah. Yes, yes, Marsha. How about you? I'm 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 battling fear daily these days. Amen, amen. In this current state, really, I don't know a single human that's not on some level for so many different reasons. And when we begin to understand how our blueprint is hardwired to handle fear, we can recognize it and we can eradicate it a lot faster. And that is what drew me to Miss Marsha when I first met her, is this is a woman who has also spent a lifetime on a journey, has gone deep on uncovering fears and barriers and increasing her self-awareness. And I see her navigating a really tricky time right now in such a fearless way, which does not mean that she's not scared. It means that she's choosing to move through that fear and speak truth over it. So Marsha, I'll let you go ahead and speak a little bit about what it is that you're going through. And we can expand a bit about how your blueprint is helping you navigate through all of that. Wow. Didn't expect that. (laughs) All right. Um, But you know what? I'm transparent. I I put a post up on my Facebook page and my IG page um, yesterday and just basically sent a note of encouragement out um, and just said, you know, I wanted what I was going through um, to be life and breath and and for somebody else who may be going through something similar. So um, my journey, um, my husband is presently in the ICU unit, um, in the neuro ICU unit um, in New Jersey, and he is battling um, what we believe is aplastic anemia. Um, But we are struggling um, to deal with a... um, hemorrhaging that he has, a minor hemorrhaging of the brain. And um, his blood levels are erratic and his white blood cells are obsolete. And um, listen, um, I am in faith. I thank God for the tribe that I've been blessed to have. You know, not everybody has a Valika B and a Rachel Harvey um, in their tribe. Um, We laugh about it and we joke about it, but in all seriousness, um, everybody doesn't have a tribe um, that they can be transparent with. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that one of the things that I've learned um, in this journey is as much as I want to isolate and as much as I want to run away and, you know, take my tissue and some some great, my big bag of Oreos and um, some milk, whole milk, not skim. Um, and I want to go lock myself in a room and watch Law and Order all day. Um, I know that that's not where God has, has called me in this season. And so I'm grateful to have, um, you know, sister friends like the two of you um, that allow me to understand that it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. And um and that's where I am right now. I'm not okay, but I'm on this podcast. Um, and I want to make sure that other people know that it's okay not to be okay. Um, and then to really value those people and 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 choose your tribe wisely. Um, and yes. so that's what I've been able to do. That's my journey right now. Hmm. 
So brave. I want to, number one, just thank you and honor you for your transparency and sharing your story. It's hard when we have to speak out loud what we're going through. I think on many levels, it makes it more real. And I see you bravely facing this and choosing to speak truth over it. And Marsha, one of the things that I know we've talked about is our response to those fearful moments. You know, you are a strong woman. You love people big. Would you agree with that, Valika? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To just be in your presence, in your stratosphere, we can feel your energy. And because of that, so often your blueprint hardwires you to carry things that also aren't yours, or when you are carrying something heavy, to think you have to keep carrying everybody else. Have you experienced that in the past? Yeah. Yes. And I think that over, over time, really giving yourself permission to say it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel because feeling is when we fully process an entire emotion all the way through burnout, overwhelm happens when it gets clogged in the pipeline and by not being okay for a period of time, you're allowing that to process all the way through. But one of the things that I know I've learned in the past, because Marsha's my my homegirl, y'all, we we share that we like to stay in the same place for too long with people that we're no longer assigned to. Anybody feel that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so sometimes, also in these seasons, Marsha, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I find my blueprint will keep me someplace where the season has shifted. I'm still standing in my bikini thinking it's actually, I never wear a bikini because I'm no longer 16, but <laughs> standing in my bathing suit in the summertime from 90 degrees and all of a sudden it's negative 15 and snowing and I'm no longer prepared because I didn't notice the seasons were shifting and that it was time to make a shift. We do that with relationships. We do that with jobs. We do that with spiritual callings. We do that with so many things where we stay too long. Mm. Um, Do you ever find that these seasons of struggle are also sometimes forcing our hand at putting down what no longer is ours to clear the path for what we are being called to? Absolutely. So um, no accident, right? Like the only reason why I'm doing these podcasts (laughs) is because um, Valika called me out one day and she just basically said, she said, you know what? I don't know why you're not doing these podcasts with me. You know, we should be out here and we should be doing this. And she was like, you sit down and you're helping me. She was like, you have a voice, you know, you can help others. And so, um, like I said, I think it's, I think it's always good. I've learned the value of keeping, um, great, um, great women just around me to make sure that, um, great, strong women that can call me into order. Right. Mm-hmm. Call me that I respect what it is that they have to say. Um, I think I was I'm comfortable sitting in the back. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable sitting in the back. I'm comfortable doing it for everybody else. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable. Um, that's where I call my safe space. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think to put myself out on Front Street and um, is not comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, as many people and just the journey that I've had, as many people I've had to prophesy over me and pray over me, and they say all these things. Um, I think one of the most impactful things that happened to me last year was um, my Valika B. Uh-huh. calling me on the carpet um, and creating a safe space for me to say, you know what? All right. I'm not ready, you know, but I always say, you know, done is better than perfect. And she challenged me uh-huh. um, to do this. And even when I wanted to go isolate, uh-huh. she called me back. She goes, you know, I didn't forget. Um, and so I appreciate that. Um, but I also think that the reason why she felt comfortable in doing that was because, um, you know, not too many months, you know, away, I had done the same thing with her. Mm-hmm. So pushed her. Um, so I think that we can both speak from that space. Mm-hmm. Be. And you know what? The, the crazy part is what you just said, like you like to be behind more behind the scenes, helping people. And that was my thing, too. I never wanted to do this at all. No mm-hmm. lie. Uh, and I was, I was still God, like, I don't speak like them. I don't act like them. I'm not this. He said, I didn't call you to be them. Mm-hmm. I called you to be Velika. I need for you to be very transparent, but yes. respect, respectfully transparent. Yes. But I'm not calling you to do what everybody else doing or how they did it before you. Mm-hmm. So that's my thing. I'm able to come out here and be myself. And yeah. that's what my audience love about me. And like about me, like I have to be myself. And even with you, you always have helped everyone else, but you never put yourself up front or first to me. That's my personal opinion. But I'm glad that you finally stepping in and doing it now. In one of the most vulnerable seasons of my life. Amen. (laughs) But wasn't I vulnerable when I was going through? Like, you know, I was like... The text was coming hard and harder and harder with me. And I and I had to wake up one morning and say, you know what, you little nasty stinking devil. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to silence this voice. And it reminded me of everything that you're going through in a different way. Because I'm like, soon as we got soon as we got to get ready to start doing what we was doing, these attacks started coming. Your sickness, family members, now your husband. And I was like, no, something big is about to come after this. Like, yes. seriously, it's major. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. We were speaking agreement over that <clears throat> earlier today. And I think that when we know those spiritual principles, you know, I was saying to Marsha, when, when we're on the wrong path, the nasty stinking devil leaves us alone. He's like, oh, that one's over in left field. I don't have to worry about them. But when those attacks are coming regularly and they're becoming increased in intensity and you're really getting tested, two things are happening. He's after you because he knows that you're on to something good. And two, you have that Holy Spirit callousing preparation, um, getting that season of getting ready for whatever it is that you're coming through. And I know in some of my most vulnerable, terrible moments, I look back now and say, well, They prepared me for X, Y, and Z that followed. Mm -hmm. If I hadn't gone through that God-given callousing, 
I would have been too tender, too raw, and not able to withstand what I needed in this season. And Marsha, I see you surrendering to that process, which is so hard to do. And we're here to hold you by the armpits when you feel like you're going down, girl. But you just have utmost respect from us on that process. I love you. Okay. (laughs) Your time. We're good. Okay. But how does that speak to you? So then I say this, you know. Um, cause this is about helping people understand what their blueprint or how to get there. Right. So, um, I think that one of the things that, you know, you said to me, you know, we were talking this morning and, um, you know, you were like, let me, let me applaud you for the fact that yes, you know, you're not okay. Right. Um, I'm not, everybody's like, you got this, you got this, Marsha, you got this. And, um, you know, Sunday I realized I don't have this. I do not have this. And um, I I do not have a prayer for me (laughs) and I do not have the strength. Um, And God said to me, you have to keep moving. Mm -hmm. He was like, I need you to always abounding. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, He said, but that doesn't mean that you that doesn't mean that you become stagnated, Um, because for me, moving is productivity. But. Also for me, when I'm, when I'm too, when I'm, when I, when I would say stagnant, but if I'm slowing down, Mm -hmm. when I I get to that place where I'm like, Oh, I'm just going to slow down. I know that I feel like that's when depression catches me because I feel like in these, in these situations and circumstances, if I can be totally transparent, I do ask myself the question, right? So he's in ICU. And when this whole thing hit, the first thing I was like, wait a minute, I've been married for five years. I waited a long time for love like this. And there is absolutely no way you're about to take this away from me, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Crickets, right? right. Because I needed, I needed reassurance because that's what you feel. I felt like all of a sudden everything was out of control. It's like one day everything is great. You know what I mean? We were, mm-hmm. yeah, we were sick. We, we had a lot of warfare. We had a lot of deaths in the family. And we were both trying to figure out what does 2222 look like, right? 2022, what does that look like? And we're all, you know, we're beyond, we don't do the resolutions. You know, some of us do vision boards, but either way, in our quiet time alone, we're asking ourselves and setting the standard high about what we want 2022 to look like. Mm-hmm. And, um, my pastor preached on divine strategies. And so I was focused on making sure that as you speak about a blueprint, that I was able to hear God on what the divine strategy was, not just for me individually, but for myself and I um, as, as a one flesh union. And then furthermore, for our family, as we build our legacy and you know, I'm I'm in thought mode and I'm in preparation mode. And I told my husband, I was like the deaths. I felt like I was I was I was equipped. So I like ducked it. It was like somebody swung. I was watching Creed last night, so all I could think about is boxing analogy. <laughs> you know, like somebody swung at me and I ducked and I hit my head a little bit. But I was like, okay, you're gonna be all right. You're gonna be all right. You know, I'm, I'm not going to be tied up that, you know, this person left me. I'm not going to deal with abandonment because, you know, my my uncle who I wasn't thinking was going to pass is no longer here. 
Um, but then I felt like I kept walking. I went around the corner and then somebody sucker punched me and I wasn't expecting it. So um, I think for me, even even going through and navigating this very challenging and very vulnerable time, mm-hmm. um, the ability for me to be able to be in a very uncomfortable and vulnerable situation, just being on this podcast and, you know, bearing it all um, is um, is very telling about what my blueprint um, the blueprint that I was creating um, is not what God had intended. And he was talking to me about divine strategies, but the blueprint is yet being is yet being laid out. And it's not at all what I thought it was going to look like. Mm, that's so powerful. So powerful. I love what you said about the awareness of, you know, I have to, I know I need to slow down. But I know that if I slow down too far, that's when depression catches up with me. Absolutely. And I think that that's the power of understanding your blueprint. You know, we all have different um, points of vulnerability. For some people, it's never wanting to appear corrupt. For others, it's always wanting to feel seen and supported. For others, it's um, meeting an external standard to feel like they're enough. For some, it's a deep-rooted need to be unique. There's all of these different shapes. And what happens is that when the enemy gets a foothold, he knows exactly what those are, just like our Savior knows what those are. But he knows exactly what to whisper to us. You know, you did wait all that time. And what if you have to be alone again? He knows. He knows exactly what to say. But when we know that and we say, no, I have fought over this my whole life. I know the truth of the matter. I am chosen. I am set apart. The blueprint may not look like what I expected it to look like, but I know he works all things for the good of those that love him and are called according to his purpose. So I'm going to keep stepping. You know, that's a vulnerability point for yourself. And that wisdom continues to allow you to say, all right, my auntie always used to say, you can stick your toes in the water, baby girl, but you can't stay and swim. You know, you have to stick your toes in the water and feel it. You have to process it through. But then you also know those red flags for yourself. And as you begin to understand your blueprint, which is a lot of what we do, and here's the kicker. It's not one. It's not two. It's not three. We all have multiple blueprints that overlap. And what we need to learn is, oh, that's my perfectionist. Ooh, that's my helper that never wants to be abandoned. Oh, that's the peacemaker that's just avoiding conflict. And then you can speak those divine truths when you're in those vulnerable moments. Felika, have you had experiences like that yourself? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Can you think of moments where you were sticking your toes in the water and the water might've looked fine, but you decided not to swim? I have that. I have had that several times. Um, A lot of times I beat myself up too, because I may think a certain situation is for me. And then when that door slammed in my face, it's, it's almost like I have an aha moment. And I'll be like, God, right here, the Holy Spirit be like, um, yeah, but but did you ask me, though? Did you ask me? Yeah. 
or that that revelation I gave you was not for that particular client. It was for you. Mm-hmm. But you use it anyway. So mm. yeah, I have had those moments where you think that the assignment that you have to give is for somebody else, but it was really for you type of thing. So mm. yeah, I don't have that moment several times. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Um, Marsha, I had a question for you and it just completely escaped me. Probably something I didn't want to answer. <laughs> Perhaps a little divine intervention there. Oh, divine intervention. Mm, mm, yes. So do you want to delve into the brick wall that we were talking about this morning? Sure. I'm good with the, I'm good with the brick wall. Okay. So this morning, Marsha was talking about surrendering over that in this moment of extreme vulnerability, y'all, I don't know if my husband was in ICU. I'm not sure that I'd be sitting on a podcast. I'm going to be a hundred percent honest. <laughs> I'm going to say when I went through everything I went through the text I was having last year, I, people didn't see me do lives no more. I was done. Yeah. I was done doing lives. And for you to jump on, even like, you know, when you text me like, hey, no, we're going to do this. I'm like, sis, are you sure? <laughs> like, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. Because, yeah, that that it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll pat you on the back from over here. Mm-hmm. But, um, we're going to lead this into part two, though, if y'all don't mind. Yeah. Because we're about to dive deep. Yeah. And I know it's about to be a good, deep diving conversation. And let's do let's do part two with this. So if y'all don't mind, can we Rachel, can we touch on touch on that on the next one? On part yes, two? Yes, that'd be perfect. Yeah. I love it. So fam, fam, fam. This is the Belika B project. Family members, new family members, Rachel Harvey. And also that's it right, Harvey. Yes. Because I could tear up a name. Mm-hmm. And Marsha, Marsha said, Oh, you spelled my name wrong. She got all personal with me. My and new name. And it's her new name. You hear me? And Marsha German. So we're going to come back for part two, family. Thank you so much for visiting the Velika B Project. Until next time, we will catch you later on this podcast, um, social media platforms, and also the radio family. So we will step back in later. Well, that concludes this episode of the Velika B Project with your host, Velika B. Until next time we meet, be blessed. The Velika B Project.